Welcome to the conversation. Jim Watkins here, and I am told that if I don't put up at least two episodes uh, in a month, I will be downgraded to some substandard level where I'll end up in the podcast bin uh, all by my lonesome. So I don't want to do that, but I, I just had to comment for a minute on this interview where we had Biden admit uh, to a certain degree that he is worth watching. You might have heard this interchange uh, with Scott Pelley of, of 60 Minutes. Boy, there were so many thoughts running through my mind when I was listening. I thought, I thought to myself, this guy can't be really interviewing. I mean, such softball questions, uh, including this one. Some people ask whether you are fit for the job. And when you hear that, I wonder what you think. Watch me. I mean, honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. You know, I was watching a video that was on Twitter, I think it was. Somebody eked one through, got past the censors, and it's uh, Biden where he's fondling a, a young girl, stroking her hair, and then he pulls her head. She's looking in the opposite direction. Her mom doesn't see what's happening. And I see that happening with, with Mr. Biden, and I'm thinking to myself, this guy is just, he has no morality. I couldn't. I, I I wanted to watch my son Hunter. I know Robert Davi uh, pretty well, uh, and I I knew years ago that he was in, you know doing this video and this film, which has been fairly successful on Breitbart. And I decided that I couldn't watch it right now because, uh, first of all, I know that almost everything in that movie is is based on fact. Um, and knowing that I, I already have no, no misgivings about this president. I already know that Joe Biden is systematically ruining this country and we all know it. We all watch it. It's, it's like when you're in a, in a car on a freeway and you're driving by slowly and you, you know, everybody stops to look at the big wreck, you know, human curiosity is what it is. We can't, can't turn away. And, uh, and, and we watch it, but we're powerless to do anything about it. We watch it, but we're powerless to do anything about him because he's protected. If you saw the motorcade in London, they were showing Biden's motorcade. You know, they had to airlift his car to London so that he could attend this funeral for Queen Elizabeth. Imagine that. You know, you have to have your car, and this thing is like 15,000 pounds. It's, you know, obviously for security reasons, he has to have bulletproof windows. Uh, but, you know, this thing is, 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 they call it the beast. It's the beast. And he had to have the beast airlifted along with all of his uh, security personnel, probably 15 cars in that motorcade, just for one guy. Imagine the kind of power that goes to your head when you have that much surrounding you. I mean, you, you, it must be surreal. And and there's our president. You know, his mother, uh, you haven't seen this in, in the press, but his mother hated Qu Queen Elizabeth. For some reason, she had a real disdain for her, and she would periodically write articles or even poems about how much she disdained the monarchy, and, and in particular, she must have had some you know what I think? I think at some point maybe Queen Elizabeth dissed Joe Biden. That's what I think happened because Queen Elizabeth can see people 
Queen Elizabeth was a great human being. In fact, I, I would say that we lost a good one. It is definitely the end of an era with Queen Elizabeth gone. Her son Charles, there's just no way he's going to capture the essence of what royalty was for that country and what is royalty. It's, it's almost a spiritual. Uh, it, it's everything but religion, you know? Same adoration, same uh, uh, faith. Uh, it, it stirs the, the British soul to have royalty. Uh, and, and you can't—I've met Europe, British people over the years, and the way they talk about royalty, it's like they're talking about the children of God, you know, like gods who come down and take on the form of royalty. It's, it's that deep. And, you know, in a way, I think it sort of is a replacement for that because we, we really don't have any, you know, angelic or divine beings in our mists. So we, we, the closest thing we have to that is, is royalty. And, uh, and so the queen passes away. Joe Biden goes over there to do everybody. Even Trump, I think, is going over, which, you know, he'll be in and out quickly, I'm sure. Uh, or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe he'll hold a rally <laughs> while he's there. Make, make, Ma Maba. <laughs> make, make, no, MBA. Make Brit Britain great again. MBGG. But um, because on the, on the Biden front, we're living with a man who is, you know, we always downplay the energy aspect of what he's done. But I've done some reading over the weekend and the price of energy in Europe, Germany, France, Belgium, England, uh, everywhere. Anyone who is dependent on the Russian gas and oil is, is screwed. And people are having to pay 1,600% more for their energy. And this trickles down. It just doesn't hurt you at home. You know that. I mean, I see my electric bill. It jumped from what was already high, 300 to 500 a month. But if I was in Europe, it would jump to 1,200 or maybe even 1,500 a month. And, and it's because they shut down their nuclear power plants. They stopped coal producing, coal energy producing uh, fire plants. Uh, and they did this deliberately because it's their way of dealing with climate change, their self-inflicted wound of trying to save the planet. And uh, it's just, it's like watching somebody inflict pain on themselves by, by cutting themselves. You know, Europe is, is, is got a blade in its hand and it's cutting its own it's it doesn't want to kill itself, but it 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 wants to hurt. It it feels this need, this compassion, to hurt. And uh, and the people are, it's at some point when they've driven when they have nothing left to lose, that's when you'll start to see the riots. If you take away everything a man has and he has nothing else to lose, he becomes a very dangerous man. And it's, it's the lesson that we in the West are going to have to learn real quickly because also over the weekend, and I didn't get a chance to read it, but Governor Gavin Newsom of California also enacted draconian energy policies. And again, I haven't had a chance to look at it, but if this guy's wanting to ban gas-powered vehicles in 12 years in a, in a state that has over 50 million vehicles, he's willing to do anything. And it, it's, a, it's a strange 
like who can who can outdo the other in being sustainable and gavin is leading the charge and god forbid if he ever becomes the president which is likely by the way that he will run and he will win and in later podcasts i'll tell you why but we're in a situation now where america needs to learn the hard way that without energy we die Biden doesn't seem to understand that. And everything that he has done since turning off Keystone and, and throttling back uh, energy, oil production, gas, gas production, sh- uh, fracking, every since he has sent his, uh, I don't know who he sends, but he sends somebody to Wall Street and they all start talking about investing in renewables and how the government's going to back them. But if they don't and if they continue to invest in gas and fossil fuels, they're going to be taxed heavily. So he's using the his executive power to inflict financial pain. He's picking and choosing losers and winners in the energy. This is no different. This is no different. It's it, Maybe it's different by degree, but what's the difference between that and Mao Zedong taking over farming in the United States or, or in China? When Mao Zedong first came to power, the first thing he did was to take over the farming, and it was disastrous. Uh, and, and we saw the same thing in, in Russia with Lenin and then Stalin. And we saw the same thing. Anytime you've got a government that either de facto or literally takes over a major industry that is important and vital to an economy, uh, you have fascism. That is the definition of fascism. When Hitler turned all the steel factories and forced them to join his war, that was fascism. If you didn't do it, you'd be arrested. Now, it's kind of similar in our country in that you are punished financially if you don't have ESG scores or if you aren't working in renewable energy. Uh, you will be chastised and financially straddled if you are an energy producer such as Exxon, Mobil, or Shell, and you're producing natural gas or oil. You're being discouraged to do that by the Biden administration because they want everyone to switch to less reliable, sustainable I don't know why they call it sustainable. It doesn't sustain anything. I mean, do you know how much raw materials goes into making just one wind turbine? I, I can't even tell you. It's 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 in the thousands of tons. Thousands of tons to create these spinning fans that spin when the wind blows and doesn't spin when the wind doesn't blow. And they kill birds too, by the way. Then you've got the solar panels, which probably, you know, I asked my son who's in the in the business, I say, you know, I'm not against solar. I mean, my God, if I can tap into the energy of the sun, it should be pretty damn cheap. I live in Florida, for God's sakes. What a brilliant idea. But the materials that goes into making the solar panels are highly toxic when you try to get rid of them. And I don't know what they how long they last. The other thing is that solar electricity hasn't really developed. The, the issue still seems to be with storing the excess energy. And they've figured out they've improved a little bit, but the panels themselves are basically, they haven't really innovated in, in years. They're still basically using the same technology of extracting energy and converting it into voltaic energy that's sometimes stored but not very efficiently. It's, it's nice to have, but again, you got a cloudy day, you know, or if you, you know, are under cloud cover for a couple of days 
Where's your energy? See, you have to have a nice balance until they can improve the technology. And none of it has to do with climate change. We should be doing it because it's just a cleaner method. But we don't need to tell people a lie, which is that you're making the earth get warmer by driving around in a vehicle, which is not true. So, But we've got a president who believes it, and he's being influenced by people who who have turned climate change into uh, social uh, justice. They have are now using it to uh, justify redistribution of wealth from rich countries to poor. So I'll give you a good example. Pakistan had some floods of recent. Uh, they had some, you know, they have these floods. If you're on the foothills of the Himalayas, you're going to get floods from time to time. That's just the way it happens. Same with uh, places like Bangladesh. If your location is prone to flooding because you're at the foothills of, of the most mountainous region in the world, you're going to have floods. Uh, there's a rainy season and then there's a melting season with glaciers and then sometimes you can have both. But the point is that they're trying to convince the, the uh, I, I guess it would be WHO, whoever it is, what, what governing agency there is. But they want to be compensated. They think the world owes them compensation to rebuild because we all cl cause climate change. So think about that for a moment. So Pakistan is holding its hand out saying, you know, because of you guys in the developed nations, we're having crappy weather and now we're having flooding. So pay up. Uh, and that would actually might turn out to be a good case because if that ever had to go to court, there would have to be hopefully somebody that would would prove once and for all that there is no direct correlation between you know man using fossils and the climate getting warmer and it may just take you know precedent where somebody actually gets you know wants to get compensation for climate change and then they go to court and the court has has a lawyer who hires a couple of smart climatologists to show conclusively that their models were wrong that they've never been able to predict any weather uh, outside of a week. And even then, it's iffy. That's why we always have different computer models. You know, garbage in, garbage out is the old saying. You know, if the data is corrupt or not right or not accurate, then, of course, it's not going to give you the, the, uh, the actual factual evidence. And if that has to go to court, which has never really been adjudicated as a fact, it's still a theory. Uh, you may not be aware of it, but climate change is still a theory because you can't prove it outside of a laboratory. And it has to be, any, any scientific fact to become a fact has to be proven the standard model. You have to be able to verify your, your hypotheses outside of a lab. And they have not ever been able to accurately predict what they think is going to happen as a result of excess carbon in the atmosphere. Oh, they think they know. And they can make assumptions, and they can look at tree rings, but at the end of the day, can you really prove that this hurricane was caused by climate change, or that the Earth is getting warmer because of man's activities, when there are so many different variables involved, cloud cover, solar energy, cosmic rays, volcanic eruptions, seepage from the oceans, there's a whole number of hosts of variables that never seem to get factored into the data. And because they're so, uh, you know, the earth is constantly trying to seek equilibrium. That's what all of this is. 
It's like a pendulum swinging both ways. It's trying to find the 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 apex, uh, the state of, of of perfection. So, and speaking of no perfection, back to Biden because I want to close this out. You know, he's only two years into his administration, so we all get to watch for the next two years to see where his great ship, United States, is going. But there are going to be midterms here, and I believe that the midterms are going to be shocking to the Democratic uh, Party because they're going to realize it's not just the Republicans that are mad. It's the independents, and it's the man on the street. And no matter how much our media tries to whitewash what Biden is doing to this country, you cannot, you know, people have a great ability to see the truth. And the truth right now is we have a president who clearly shows his ignorance, you know, talking about how the inflation isn't that bad because it didn't go to 8.6% from 8.3%. It only, in fact, it went down to 8.2%. So Joe Biden thinks the economy is, is getting better. And it just proves how out of touch he really is. Hey, follow me online, floridalifeisbetter.com. Uh, I am always uh, just a click away. Follow me, follow this podcast. Uh, we are independent journalism and commentary. And I, I love hearing from you. RealJimWatkins1 at gmail.com. RealJimWatkins1 at gmail.com. And thank you again for stopping by the conversation. <laughs>